Haley and Mallory working in the wings. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. We're working in the wings. Yay. I almost said it wrong, but then I caught myself. How do you? Right. That's Haley. And that's Mallory. And we're happy to have you here. Um, this week, we are doing part two of our stage management series. Yeah. Part two of two. That is it on your series. That's it on series. <laughs> um, and we are interviewing yet another incredible assistant stage manager, Janae Bonick, um, who we are so excited to talk with this right. week. She is working currently on Slave Play, which is um, a new work. Well, most stuff on Broadway is new works, but it's a new play that's on Broadway. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's gotten a lot of buzz. And we're excited, just like this police siren behind me. To- <laughs> we are recording in uh, Midtown Manhattan. So just a fair warning, there's probably going to be a lot of outside noise and people noises, but we really want you to feel the ambiance of New York City. Right. To just be like, oh, it's a peaceful day. And then, oh, someone (laughs) got into mischief. I mean, always. Always. Someone always does something stupid in Manhattan (laughs) that causes that terrible noise. Mm -hmm. But thank God for stage managers because they solve all the stupid problems. They do. See, we segue very well. I know. Um... As we've probably beat like a dead horse, Haley and I are both dressers. Yes. Um, but we've also <laughs> talked about how in college we were strongly recommended to try other departments. Right. And my senior year of college, I actually tried stage management because I took the class like we were required to and kind of fell in love with it. Um, and so I was the assistant stage manager for our production of Spring Awakening. Oh, mm-hmm. that's a tough show, too. Oh, but I love it. I love that show. It has such a special place in my heart for, like, so many reasons, but that production being one of them. I designed it in undergrad. Oh, I love it. Oh, go check out Spring Awakening. It's got some heavy I'm themes. I'm sure they have checked you out never Spring know. Awakening. You never know. I'm just, for the one person who hasn't, it's got heavy mm, themes. But... Totally bad word. <laughs> Yes. Um, And it was such an interesting experience for me because I got to see the complete other side of the stage. Like, I got to learn how much paperwork goes into this job. A lot of paperwork. And also just, like, how much time you spend thinking about other people. Like, Mm -hmm. I wouldn't say that stage management is a selfless job, but it's definitely an others first kind of job. You know, because you are in charge of driving the train or else it will go off the tracks. And as assistant stage managers, the the normal protocol is that you've got the production stage manager who is calling the show. They are up in a booth by themselves on headset, and they are controlling how the show runs technically. Mm-hmm. And then you have the ASMs who are on the ground backstage on the deck, and they are in charge of uh, backstage cues, making sure actors are there, handling any emergencies like this actor fell or this actor needs ibuprofen for a headache or whatever. And that's what you did. Mm-hmm. And so I was the ASM. And one of my favorite memories, which it's not exactly happy, but it still made me so proud of myself, is that um, we had, there's the number touch me, and the actors are doing all sorts of things on stage, these very slow, beautiful movements. And our Melchior runs off stage to me, and I'm standing there waiting for him. And he's, go- he's like, he has his back arched like he's trying to, like, keep his back off of a bed of nails. And I'm like, Noah, what's wrong? And he's like, there's a safety pin in my skin. And I was like, what? And 
the, we were like into the run of shows at this point. There should have been no safety pins in the costumes. And so I, he doesn't have much time because he's a principal and he was in like the next scene. And I'm like, I'm going up your shirt because my dresser brain just like turned on. And I reached my hand up the back of his shirt under his suspenders. And I don't know why. Oh, his suspenders were like under his button down, I think, because he didn't understand. Oh, bless the I know. I don't know. But somehow the safety pin that was holding like his name tag onto his suspenders had opened and the point was against the skin and it was like produced, it was protruding into the like top layer of his dermis. And I was like, I'm so sorry. And I had to like kind of rip it out of his back and I was like, well, check it and put a bandaid on it later. And I was just like this, but he was so cute. He was like, thank you so much. Okay, bye. And like ran on stage. (laughs) And that, I mean, stage management is 100% about being like, all right, we'll be calm. You know, that show, for some reason, was so accident prone. We had, I had an actor sprain his ankle, which also, if you are a technician in theater, you should have your first aid and CPR training certification. Mm -hmm. Like, my college made that a requirement, and I think that was the smartest thing. Because when our actor sprained his ankle, like, I knew exactly how to keep a calm head, to elevate it to ice it and I also knew how to wrap it because of previous injuries of my own Um, but it made him feel safer and I was also able to give him verbiage to kind of be like okay does it hurt this way how can I help instead of being like panicking because the stage manager has to be so Mm -hmm. cool and that's just any technician a lot of dressers have to deal with um, incidents happening and it's keeping a cool head but definitely being an ASM and like having a cast of I think it was like 14 and being in charge of like making sure that they are all safe. Yeah. Cause, and they are all, they feel secure and, you know, because it's a show with a lot of heavy themes. We deal yeah. with prop guns. There's, you know. I It's hitting me more and more how much I forgot about, <laughs> about that show. Yeah. And it's just. Like, I'm like, uh-huh. And I was like, oh, yeah, there yeah. was a song called Touch Me. Oh, yeah. There were things like Yeah. That. And it's, it's one it's of those things God. where you're like, wow, you have to be cool and you have to be level-headed because everybody else, all these actors are doing these very heightened emotional things. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's hard for them to step away from that moment. And so you have to be there to like. When, when they've taken off clothes off stage, you have to be there holding the robe to, like, encapsulate right. them so that they can immediately, you know, feel safe and, Your you know, over and over again safe. had a little bit better <laughs> approach to... Not that our school did anything wrong. It was actually one of our, our, like, better shows. Like, we sold out a lot of tickets, which was rare sometimes for... For a college show. For a college show. It was just, like, not as not as calling because I don't want to give any crap to the stage management team because they were fine I just don't I just don't think my school really focused on the stage management Mm. aspect we were very lucky with it being a part of our BFA program there were some amazing stage managers who came out of that program like my stage manager Emma she was awesome like I learned so much from her and I felt like also, I was a good match for her. And I felt like I could support her in moments where, like, she didn't feel as strong. I felt like I could support that. But yeah. And there were so many stage – and we had a strong program. So, hey, if you want to study stage management, go check out Metro State in Denver, Colorado. There we go. There we go. Um, but, yeah, it's just – it's a job that I cannot imagine doing day in and day out. And I admire – 
both of these stage managers so much. Absolutely. And I'm so excited to hear because everybody's experience is different in every position and I'm so excited to hear. Yeah, and I'm interested to just hear, you know, we just got off of a big, 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 big musical. Mm -hmm. And so I'm really, I'm really excited to hear about um, being a part of a show that's just like, it's a stage play Mm -hmm. and... But it's still large in its own, right? It's still very large and I mean, and I know, I know a little bit about the show but I know enough that it is kind of like a shocking show, so mm-hmm. I want I can't wait to hear about all. It's the heavy themes, yeah, it's very and, heavy themes. Yeah. So it's a totally different type of like energy and tension area. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, well let's dive on in then. Yeah. Hi Janae, we're happy to have you with us. Very happy to be here. Um, to start off, what are talked with um, someone prior about PSMing and stage management roles, but we wanted to talk about kind of the different levels of stage management, like PSM, ASM, PA, and what kind of the top to the bottom role is. Sure, sure. Um, So uh, in stage management, the roles start with the production stage manager is like the big boss. Mm -hmm. Um, That is the person who calls the shows, who does um, a lot of the scheduling, um, working with people's agents and managers, like the kind of overarching vision okay. um, is the production stage manager, the PSM. Um, and the ASM is the support, and they will run the deck um, and handle a lot of the paperworky things like um, um, run sheets and cue sheets and prop running and tracking all the things is like ASM duties. Mm-hmm. Um, and then PAs are like more of an entry level position. So PAs are the support for the entire team, doing mm-hmm. things like everything from getting coffee to making copies to updating the script, to helping out on deck as they figure things out. Mm-hmm. Um, and then traditionally, depending on where you are in the industry, things change. So like on Broadway, PAs typically stay until opening. Okay. Um, but off Broadway, PAs will stay on and be a member of the run crew. Of a show, so then then it kind of depends. Okay. But but in terms of the breakdown, it's like PSM to PA Great. is the okay. spectrum, and that's kind of how you work your way up. You start in PAs, and then but I know plenty of people who are like ASM is my jam. I like being on the deck. I don't want to call a show. Absolutely. So I would not say that like well, an ASM is technically an assistant. They are still just as much in control and in charge of things. Just Absolutely. Yeah, they just kind of serve two different purposes. Right. Um, and actually what's interesting is that the title production stage manager is entirely made up by the industry. Really? Um, it doesn't appear in it like any contract. Like it's not a thing. <laughs> um, <laughs> we, for, I'm not actually sure what the genesis of it is, mm-hmm. but it, it came to being in a way that is interesting because it's, it doesn't exist in equity contracts. Um, there's only such a thing as a stage manager and assistant stage manager. The production oh. title is like made up. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, no, they just serve very different per- like purposes sure. uh, on the team. So both are very much equally important. Right. right, they just do different things, and it's true that a lot of people like know like I want to PSM or I want like I'm mm-hmm. definitely someone who wants to PSM. Oh, okay. Um, but I know plenty of people who are like, no, thank you. <laughs> yeah, like I'm happy here. Thank you. Yeah. Right. And yeah. like to each that's how I feel as a dresser. Like I don't want to be a supervisor. I don't want to be a designer. I love being a dresser. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm absolutely. happy to make a career there. Yeah. Absolutely. You know. Um, and what is your current job, current position, current show? What do you think? Yeah. Um, currently, I'm the assistant stage manager at Slave Play on yeah, Broadway. Congratulations. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
And how long have you been with that production just on Broadway? Did you do the pre-Broadway? I did the pre-Broadway. I did it at New York Theater Workshop. I was the production stage manager. Now we know that's made up, but um, (laughs) um, I I, I was the production stage manager downtown. Um, And then when we we moved up, um, our team from downtown bumped back. So they hired a new PSM, um, Gwen um, Gilliam, who's amazing and has been in the industry for eons. She's like incredible. Um, And then I bumped back to ASM and Mm -hmm. our ASM from downtown bumped back to PA. Okay. So what was that like? Because you were with it from basically the birth of the play to now it's on Broadway. Like what were the changes, especially with like bumping back down? Like what kind of things did you go through Mm -hmm. with that? Like what was that process? Yeah. That's the word. Yeah. So interesting that you say that. That's like a if you see the play, if you've seen the play, you know why that's like a big the word process is oh, like a okay. big Ooh, thing. Um, I do not. <laughs> Easter egg. Um, <laughs> but um, it was interesting. So the show, the play. So Jeremy wrote it in college at Yale, and he yeah. wrote it like on his friends. And so a lot of those people then ended up being in the cast and doing the development of it, like at Yale. Um, and they did uh, the um, Kennedy playwrights, and so. Um, we kind of joined the process. I joined the process right before New York Theatre Workshop. So it had had previous iterations like at school, mm-hmm. but this was the first like, it, this was its quote world premiere. Got mm-hmm. it. Um, and so uh, I PSM'd and our ASM Brian was with us for that. And we, there was zero expectation that this was going to happen. We were like, that'd be great. The show is brilliant and wonderful and amazing. Um, but, you know, we just did not think that that was uh, uh, something impossible, you know, yeah. for a play like this. Um, and then we, you know, started getting calls that were like, what's your fault like? <laughs> um, that's so cool. I feel like yeah. there's so many people with Broadway. They're yeah. like, you just don't know what's coming. And then all of a sudden it just, yeah. There yeah. You go. And that it's, it's the pathway isn't, I mean, I feel like now I'm going on a tangent, but the pathway just yeah. isn't clear, love you know? Tangents. <laughs> uh-huh. love, never fear a tangent is here. Okay? <laughs> yes. Never. Yes. No, the, the path just isn't isn't it's not necessarily a straight trajectory it's like like i'm i'm currently on a contract on broadway but the next time i'm working on broadway i will pa like it you you bump back and forth as you like make your way and Mm so um to that end um when so when they decided to move it um i have pa'd on i had pa'd on broadway four other times Mm -hmm. but i hadn't been on a contract yet and so they wanted to make sure that the leader of the team was someone who had lots of experience on broadway sure so they brought in a new PSM, and mm-hmm. when they went for experience, let me tell you, um, <laughs> she, she's incredible. Like, she worked on the original production of Fences. Like, she's incredible. Oh, okay. Wow. Incredible. Very nice. And um, so then I got to make my debut as the ASM, and our uh, assistant from downtown who hadn't been on Broadway before was the PA. So it was an interesting process in terms of um, – we had built the show, and Robert O'Hara is brilliant, but he didn't actually change a ton between the off-Broadway and the Broadway. And yeah. so, um, in a lot of ways, we were just kind of reviving our show mm-hmm. and updating it with like, well, now that thing is automated, so what can we what can we do with that now right. that that's you know different and new? Um, so and we do have one new actor. But I was going to ask if the cast changed. Yeah, we have one new performer, and our understudies are all mm-hmm. new to the piece, okay. but everyone else stayed the same. And so. I mean, our first day of rehearsal, he, he we did the welcome and the meet and greet, and we sat down, and um, he said, "Okay, let's do Act Two. And like literally, they just we set up the chairs and they did Act Two. Oh, so there the was play. no like reading or anything. We're like, "Well, we know nope. this all, so let's just get on in." Yeah, okay. we're like, we did it. We know so the play. So kind of a different take on it. Yeah, it was a very different, not the normal process yeah. at all for this. And then also, it was like 
you know, I gave our PSM our call script from downtown and it stayed virtually, you know, there were things that were different. We added automation, but in terms of sure. where queues were, it was the same. When you say downtown, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. what do you mean by that? Um, just, I'm uh, downtown at New York Theater Workshop. That's where gotcha. it was. Yeah, you just, said that and then I went, that's a, I, words are hard. <laughs> which is like no, a, just literal a very location. famous um, off-Broadway, is it off-Broadway or off-off? Off. Off-Broadway off. Um, house that is what the title says. It's all new works and a lot of stuff comes from there to Broadway. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, this this year has been like kind of a hallmark year for them. Really? Um, because this this year alone, they brought Hades Town, um, which I also worked on. Um, what the Constitution means to me and Slave Play oh all my came. God. Good for so New York Theater Workshop. Yeah, yeah, it's an incredible <laughs> institution, and it's like people say, like, oh, it's like most well known for Rent. Um, oh, I didn't even know. Oh, see, we were playing. exactly. So, I'm well, like, I, I mean, like, that's amazing that it but did, but I don't think of it as part yeah. two of three of that too. That's incredible for yeah. you as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I paid uh, Hades Town as well. Actually, fun fact: Hades Town. I did it downtown. I did oh. it at New York Theater Workshop mm-hmm. as well. Um, and I actually got my equity card on that show. Damn. <laughs> right. um, so yeah. So yeah. So you're yeah. Hallmark year too. Yeah, it's and been a big year, and here here I am. <laughs> Recording so your exciting. life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. That's so exciting. And how do you feel? I mean, you're on the younger end too, mm-hmm. and you're a woman mm-hmm. in this stage management is pretty male dominated. Yeah. You know, it's definitely growing to be more equal. But how? do you feel or what do you feel like it's like as a woman in a management position um kind of what challenges have you had to overcome or what are things that you are proud of as a woman in this field can you talk about that yeah um i i agree it's like uh stage management it feels like like most positions in the theater like used to be all men um and, and slowly but surely um, it's changing. It's actually really interesting. In my career, I've, I've worked with mostly female stage managers. That's right. um, so I think that my perspective of it is very, is kind of skewed right, because yeah. I'm like, well, we're in charge. That's yeah, just, we're, we're in charge. That's the just world. what happens. Yeah. You, I've, you can't send a man to do a woman's job. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> like, clearly, we should be doing this. Yeah. yeah I, I want to say I've only worked with one or two male stage managers in my career. Um, um, so my perspective of it is, I think, is, is kind of skewed in that, that it's all I know. Mm-hmm. Um, but you are still a female in a management position. You absolutely. are still a head, like, ASMs especially, you are in charge of the deck, which is making sure that all of the deck hands and the electricians and the dressers and the sound people and the actors yeah. are all doing the job, which are all men and women. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. But definitely male predominate. Once you get yes, the crew, it's once like... You get- Crew. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Even as yeah. dressers, there are a lot of male dressers mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it goes into every position. Not that we don't love the men that we work no. with. No, the men are great. Love it's you. Just, yeah, it's just one thing we love. We stand. We stand a <laughs> bunch. I think. Yeah, it's just. It's just so. It's so empowering to know though that someone in a management position is a female, mm-hmm. and that it's someone running a deck is hard. Yeah, it's like you're it, like when it gets stressful when something horrible happens, you're the one where you've got to be like, okay, this is it. This yeah. is what we're gonna do. Yeah, I think also though, and I mean, I might be a little biased, but uh, <laughs> I do think women are like born for. I mean, like literally, we make babies, right? Like, like we are, we are like meant to, like things like that. It's like okay, that's just what has to happen. Yeah. Like I, I do have to push the child out. Like we do have to do this show. Like, right. I, oh, good <laughs> in yeah, some ways, no, it's like it is you pushing for a child. <laughs> but in some ways, I think it's just like just you know our. Um, 
our kind of stress management mm-hmm. as women, I think, is a very specific kind that I, in my experience, I've seen often it works out super positively because yeah. we're just, and because we live in a world in which most of the time we aren't taken seriously, mm-hmm. we know how to navigate that in right. a very, um, I think, crafted full way so that when you're in a position of power and people are already treating you with respect Mm -hmm. that your your title your name whatever it it may be gives you I think that the then the just history of your entire life of having to navigate male spaces (laughs) makes it like oh okay wait what does respect mean (laughs) this is weird (laughs) and also when you do hit that wall which inevitably we all do and will we already have those tools they're like ingrained in us from like being born i also just love that you're like well i'm biased because i've been trained by women and Mm -hmm. that's just like yeah yeah i know i also do love that like you have had the opportunity to work with female production stage managers Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i i would say my stage managers have been a mixed bag of male and female and there have been positive attributes and negatives to both i'm not saying that the women's stage management are perfect god no you know but it's, it's still cool to it's I mean, seeing a person that's like you and getting to have somebody to look up to. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. And I think also because my career kind of has been weird, again, because the trajectory isn't a straight path, and mine definitively was not. Mine was very, I... um, Go for it. Give us your highlights. Give it. We love it. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Okay. Um, So I moved to New York fresh out of college it was like four months after i graduated i went to suny new pulse okay okay um and i graduated um oh wow i'm gonna just lay it all out there i graduated i graduated in december of 2014 okay um and i went out of town and did a show in vermont fresh out of school and then i moved back home and i was like what do i do and my advisors at college were amazing and i he truly sent me a text that was like this is your next job and it was incredible um, looking back on it, it was like, oh, wow, I did that. But <laughs> it was to stage manage for um, the New York Film Academy here. Oh, um, cool. Has a theater program. Yeah. And so um, that was like my first job here. And I commuted from my parents' house on the Metro North two hours both ways every day. And wow. it's crazy. <laughs> but that was like my first New York gig. Mm-hmm. And I did that. And then I did a couple of smaller um, things through people that I met there. Mm-hmm. And, and actually my first like big, I, I would say, like, career job was P- I was a PA for Town at New York yeah, Theater Workshop awesome. yeah and it and I learned an incredible amount um and met incredible people yeah. um and got my equity card mm-hmm. um and then f- immediately after that I PA'd my first Broadway show mm-hmm. and so I PA'd two Broadway shows in a row then mm-hmm. um but at the time, and still currently, Broadway PAs don't make a ton of money. Like, you right. make enough to live, but not enough to, like... It's not cushy. It's not cushy. Yeah. And uh, I had to pay student loans. So, oh, <laughs> so I, um, I was like, uh, you know, the next step seemed to be to do some work off-Broadway. And somehow, some way, I skipped the ASM step off-Broadway and immediately started PSMing off-Broadway. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Especially since that's the stitch you want to be in. Absolutely. What shows have you done? Absolutely. So I did, okay, let's see what my brain remembers. We love Off-Broadway. We've talked about this in previous episodes. Off-Broadway, 
does not get enough credit. So yeah. No, it's my spiritual home, and I, I would work there for the rest of my life. I just it's feel like off-Broadway, even though like you might not get as paid as much as an on-Broadway, I mean, we do love that Broadway money. Yeah. But there's just something about off-Broadway where you get to do like stuff that like no one's seen before, and it's always new. Mm-hmm. Like It's very rarely old. Absolutely. Yeah. And so it's so nice to be like, oh, this is new, and oh, we worked on it mm-hmm. for maybe you know, six weeks, maybe eight weeks, maybe 16 weeks. It's just like yeah. a nice little adventure. Yeah. And I think off-Broadway, off and I, this is a bit of conjecture, but I think that there's just something about making a piece off-Broadway that leads to a sense of family that is harder to accomplish mm. on Broadway just mm-hmm. because it's when it's not institutional, when it is for-profit, mm-hmm. when someone is making a very big check on it, um, there's just something spiritually that's different. Sure. Yeah. Um, that's an interesting way to look yeah. at it. Yeah. I think also because, like, on Broadway, it is several people's very personal money mm. versus, like, an institution's money oh, that is right. making the show. Oh, okay. It's yeah, like, I, I believe in this show and gave it my money. Yeah. Um, so it's per- it's more personal in that sense. But I think that that leads to, within the company, just a difference of how you treat the work. Sure. Because yeah. it, of it being commercial versus not commercial. Where did you work off-Broadway? Aha. Uh-huh. I worked at... A New York Theater Workshop is probably the place that I would say is, like, my theatrical home. home. It's, like, I, I would that. go back there anytime, any place. If they ever were, like, we're just going to have a resident, I would be the first application. Aww. They're the best. I saw Hurricane Diane there. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, yeah. Because one of my friends was in that, and it was incredible. I was, like, this is what theater is. Theater is meant to be so cool. Yeah. It's um, I, truly, I think magic happens in that building. It's Absolutely. amazing. Well, I mean, if three things are good, well, one of them had already been in the West End, but if yeah. two, like, mm-hmm. they're just going to bop, bop, a do, yeah. then yeah. They're just. Like, well, and that rent came out of that. At mm-hmm. the time mm-hmm. that rent came, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. it, yeah. New York Theater Workshop is a place for exploration and, and slave play now yeah. is still pushing buttons oh, yeah. and pushing boundaries yeah. and yeah. stuff like that. And it's not even always that. I mean, other things that have come out of there are like once. And oh, oh, uh, came Peter and the Starcatcher. God, I love Peter and Starcatcher. I saw Peter and the Starcatcher literally five times. I, I think it's I've what they did with it. a piece oh. of string is like it's it's one of their incredible. shows. Just to like we, our tangents, but like <laughs> part of that show because I saw it, I heard about it because I I really like Christian Broil and I was mm-hmm. like, well, that's amazing. I'm so happy he got the Tony for that. And then I saw it at Virginia Rep, and I was like, I probably won't like it as much. And it's like, oh my goodness. This show is just the script. It's a show where it's like it doesn't matter whose name's attached, even though we still stand Broil. Um, it's just such a creative show, and the yeah. things they did. It's a very um, what is it called? What kind of oh my god? What kind of show is that called? A, devi- a devised. Yeah. It's a very devised piece with yeah. a script though, with like a heavy script. Mm. But a lot yeah. of it when they were doing it. And yeah. this is me just seeing videos. Is devised. Like yeah. A lot of it was devised. I'm Do you, you mean imagine? What does devised mean? Um, I mean, I don't know if this is the technically correct term. Well, I just don't understand but it. I, Sorry, everybody. I, <laughs> no, I think of devised work as work that is created um, on its feet as a yes. collective. Oh. Um, and so here's an example of why I think you're using that word to describe the show. So there was this, there's this one moment. I mean, this show was years ago now that I've sure. now seen it, but I still remember this because it was so smart. Um and there was like you know it's about peter pan and so there's this like company of 
or it's not Peter Pan, but it is. It's basically yeah, it's Peter a, Pan. It is a it is a origin story right, yes. of how Peter Pan was came written. to be. Yeah, and yeah. this was a it's ba- they're based book. on books. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. great yeah. books. So good, and so they have so there are all of these like pirates, mm-hmm. and I can't remember how many, but let's say there were eight, mm-hmm. and they had them all. They're lo- the kids are like looking for something in the boat in the middle of the night or whatever, and so they're going door to door and opening all of these doors. I'm using air quotes. Um, <laughs> And so they all of the men lined up and the one of the kids would like go to on his elbow and pull on his elbow oh. and he would open as the door and then make the sounds of whatever's happening in the room or like it was just oh. brilliant. So it was like stuff like that. And there was a moment where the kids are like on the cr- crawling on the floor and they're all standing just like that and they're swaying side to side and making the sounds of the ship swaying in the night okay well now i want to go see peter and the sarcastic it's brilliant it's, it's really brilliant. good and just for fans i found fans just for the, <laughs> the <laughs> listeners just for our fans our listeners device theater is frequently called collective uh creation and it is a method of theater making in which the script or if it is a predominantly physical work performance score or Originates from the collaborative, often improvisation of working with a. Oh, a so it's not like they came in there and the director was like, "You do this, this, and this." It was yeah. kind of like, "Let's feel it out. Let's feel it out. Let's find it." Yeah. So it's like, oh, yeah. And it's yeah. And it's. I so, wish more theater was like that. Yeah. Honestly, like it's so cool to see pieces where you can tell that like the actors are not just not pawns, but kind of. Yeah. You know? I feel yeah. Like absolutely. I, and the thing is, though, it can be a very hit or miss. Because there are sure. some there are some directors who cannot let go of that control, yeah. And then there are some actors, I would say, mm-hmm. the same like who want to control mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it has to really be the yeah. ensemble, um, yeah, ensemble. ensemble yeah. That's there. To yeah. Do it. Mm-hmm. And I think I mean it's a testament to brilliant direction. Who I don't even remember who directed Peter and the Starcatcher, but it's it's a testament because, um, I think that part of the brilliance of that is that. So I, you know, we're assuming that some version of that happened in the room, right? Mm-hmm. That they sure. devised this moment, mm-hmm. but that then it took a, a keen artistic eye to hone it. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of, I mean, this is basically just an ad for a New York theater workshop. Yeah. Like, just go there, guys. Just, just go. When you come to New York, like, yeah, go see Broadway, but also go see New York theater. Whatever yeah. is there yeah, you'll will be, be great. Very like, I walked by out some of, of those theaters. I walked out of Hurricane Diane, which I went into purely because my friend was in it. No idea what it was about. And I walked out of it being like, oh, like, changed and moved. And, like, we couldn't, my friends and I, we could not stop. We would just have a random conversation about our groceries and then go back and be like, but this moment in the mm-hmm. play. You know? That mm-hmm. shows that you, and, and movies and entertainment that you want, mm-hmm. is to have someone be talking about it. And not necessarily like how bad it was, but just trying to figure out, not even figure out, I think that's the wrong word, just like that keeps harping on it. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, mm-hmm. oh, this made me feel this way, la la la. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I wanted to circle back to Slave Play mm-hmm. and just like the fact that you, I don't want to give anything away because we obviously want people to go and see it. Mm-hmm. And it's obviously selling pretty well. You, yeah. Did you guys just get extended? Yeah, so we just extended. So now we run through January 19th. We love that. Yes, we yes, love we that. love it. Live for it. Stand an extension. And quick disclaimer the age. Um, Are you saying it's like a PG thirteen rated R? Yeah, yeah, we're definitely PG thirteen. Um, um, it's just got some adult content. It's got some adult content and and language. Mm -hmm. Um, and I will also say to anyone thinking about seeing the play, you will see a lot of things on the internet. 
stay through the end of the first act. Mm. Are there... Things change. There are three acts in the play. Oh. Um, Have you and... had a lot of walkouts? Not Actually, lot. not a ton. But I think that, that a lot of what opinion on the piece has has been out there, mm-hmm. if it is uninformed opinion, it is based solely on part of the show. Interesting. And so you okay. should watch the whole thing. Good disclaimer. And then you cannot like it, right? Like you don't have to like it. <laughs> you just have to see it. But stay I think you should like, see it. Watch it. it. Totally. Yeah. No, totally. I really cuz here's the thing, if a play's bad, it's bad, but if it's coming from one part of a show, totally. it's like you can't and is especially it, the beginning. Is it yeah. bad or does it make you feel uncomfortable? Right. Which we which we are deeply interested in others' discomfort over mm-hmm. at Slave Play. So be prepared to be uncomfortable. You're I, supposed to be. I worked with Jeremy for Daddy. I was wardrobe soup over there. Oh, bless you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I hear there's a pool. That's all there. There was a pool. It, was, it was a wild time. Um, but that was something I heard him say in an interview was that he is very interested in the discomfort of his viewers, which is something I've never heard a playwright say before, and I still don't know how I feel about it, but I do respect that mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. that is something that I that people haven't delved into. And just like the way he worded it was really nice, but it was like, okay, mm-hmm. yeah. that makes a lot of sense because I heard people um, – you know, when I heard people, they were like, yeah, there were moments. And I was like, oh, ooh, <laughs> sketchy. Ooh. Yeah. You know, I was kind of yeah. like, I hate that I'm working because now I'm like, well, I want it. I yeah. want to know what's so like what people are talking about. Yeah. Yeah. And everyone should come see it also because we're working really hard to make um, it affordable. Oh. Like our, oh. our average ticket price is like less than $100. So like oh, we're working really hard really nice. to get people in. That's amazing. So because that is, it. I mean... That's my biggest qualm with Broadway. Like shows like Dear Evan Hansen. That show is for teenagers. I mean, it was written with this heart of like, we want teenagers to feel seen and see that community. But like, what teenager has $300 to see a Broadway show? Yeah. Or even Hadestown is like 160. And like, granted, yes, it is for profit. Those shows need a lot of money to be the spectacle that they are. Man, it sucks. But yeah, you wish there were more it's people rough. that were working to mm-hmm. have affordable mm-hmm. theater. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, I would totally drop 80 bucks on a ticket. But, like, after that... Especially if I knew I wasn't sitting behind a pillar, because that's another thing <laughs> that you're... That's virtual view thing. is real. Virtual, virtual view is so real. <laughs> but what I wanted to ask about Play Play without giving stuff away mm-hmm. and finding out those discomfort moments was, what, um, what would you say, like, your track is your day is like from coming in to clocking out like Mm. what are the things that you do for this show sure so uh stage management arrives at the theater for crew call which is an hour before half hour okay um and half hours when the cast is called so say we have a seven o'clock show um i arrive at 5 30 um between 5 30 and about 6 15 it's just catching up checking emails anything that needs to get printed anything that went on in the day just typical kind of office work yeah um, at about 6.10, 6.15, I go down. While that's happening, I should say, um, the crew is presetting for the top of the show. Um, so we're also on hand if there are any questions or anything that needs to change or get edited. Um, and in our office, we have um, a camera shot of the stage, mm-hmm. and we have we can hear what's happening on comm. So if anything's going on, we can hear and go down and help or be there, be present. Um and then at about 6, 10, 6, 15, um, I go down and I check the preset for the top of the show, which is 
to I literally have a checklist mm-hmm. of how everything should be in order for the show to um, function. What kind of things are you checking in? Props, costumes? Um sets? yeah, so uh, all yes. all of the above. Um but also it's so uh there's the unions are so very specific that uh-huh. there are only uh, there, there's only so much that I'm allowed to do. So it's it's really more about checking and making sure that the people whose job it is to make it happen, that, that crew has, has gotten it and didn't miss anything. Got it. Um, and so, for example, I start on deck and I check that all of our spike marks are still there and that um, our set is a mirror and that the mirror is clean and in mm. its top of show position. Um, and then I go backstage and I start checking props, making sure that they're all where they need to be. There are water bottles. Are they full? Are they labeled? Are the right water bottles where they need to be? Um, is the the cell phone prop charged? Is the, that kind of thing. Okay. Um, in terms of costumes, I don't check in depth. I just check, um, for example, at the top of our show, there uh, is there are f- one, two, three, four, five, six costume changes preset on the deck and so i don't check in depth of like where exactly everything is but i'll look at a a setup and say okay everyone here has a shirt pants (laughs) socks shoes underwear great (laughs) um like you'll just be like there is a pile of clothes and shoes totally totally and then it's like there's a they've done their, yeah because i won't know very specifically how a thing is supposed yeah, to be sure. set in terms of costumes well, that's our job yeah <laughs> yeah totally in terms of props though i do set check sure. very specifically props kind of falls into a like a sub area of stage management i feel like not in the sense that you're like in charge of it and that you create it but you do handoffs right or is that a prop person or is that more of fall off broadway off broadway so on broadway the union uh, rules are far stricter and Got stage it. management is not technically allowed to touch Got anything it. Mm-hmm. okay um so even down to like in tech if we change the setup of something um, stage management is present to note the change for paperwork and for actors, but there's a prop runner. Um, there's a prop. Um, yeah. So on our show, his name is Tom Sharkey and he is incredible. I yeah, like amazing. literally would work with him Dude, every day. props different are crazy because like all of a sudden you're like, I need six beads and I only have five and Lord knows where the sixth one went. Mm-hmm. Like they have to keep track of the littlest mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's things that you wouldn't even think no. are a prop. Yeah. As a prop all of a sudden. Absolutely. And you're like, wait, what? Absolutely. And 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 as you all know, some things toe the line, right? Like it's a fan. Right. Is it a prop or is it a costume? Oh my god. It's like it's a prop that costumes picks. It's right. like that kind of but thing. But then it lives on the prop right. table and it's not and a it's costume checked inventory. by yeah. yeah. Absolutely. We had a Absolutely. recent thing for us was uh they needed a baby onesie to fold for laundry and props asked if, uh, if costumes could go by the onesie. And it was that moment of like, well, we don't got a baby in this show that's going to wear it. It's just for laundry. So why is this now us? And that was just kind of like a delegation of like, oh, well, you would know, uh, I guess pick out a cute one. Right. I think is what it was. <laughs> yeah. But it was just like, that's such a weird, you know. Totally. It's, a clo- it's technically. Mm-hmm. Totally. Clothes. Oh, yeah, we get that all the time. Like, we need clothes in this closet for them to rip out and throw on the floor or whatever. But, like, those costumes are never seen on bodies. Totally. So it's that totally. weird totally. prop. Yeah. yeah. It's, but it's a prop that they, like, want designed. And so exactly. they're like, yeah. yeah. Totally. Totally. It happens all the time. Happens all the time. <laughs> um, um, so you are doing those check-ins, just making yeah. sure that everybody's there. Are you also totally. checking? in with people at that point um it depends on the day 
Um, typically, though, by the time I'm I'm checking, I have at that point seen most of the the crew at mm-hmm. some point or another, either in person or because I could hear them on comm or something sure. like that. Um, while that's happening at some point, um, because we're approaching house open, our light op will put us into our first queue and get us set for top of show. And then he'll let me know that the queue is in mm-hmm. um, and I'll finish the check and then go back out on stage and hand over the house to our house managers. Um, and on Slave Play, the cast really loves, they all, not all, but m- many of them warm up on stage together. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, I love that. Yeah, it's really great. And so, we, I mean, and sometimes it turns into they're just like sitting on the floor in a stretch gossiping. And hey, sometimes <laughs> they are that's the what you need. need. Yeah. Yeah. So war- yeah, sometimes the warm up you need is spilling the tea. Yeah, yeah. And other times they're like truly doing their like, me, me, mama, moose. Um <laughs> And so about um, at the Golden, um, it's a very small house and a very small lobby. And so we open, we tend to open a bit, a bit early. Sure. Um, so uh, the cast, I kick the cast off the stage and hand over the house and, and start the first sound cue, the welcome sound cue. Mm-hmm. And then I close the door and the house is handed over. And by that, I mean, I tell Walter, our sound off, like, we're good, Walter, thanks. Yeah. And he <laughs> turns on the sound. And then people start coming in. And then people in. start coming in. So at that point, I head back to the office and it's about half hour, which is when the whole company is supposed to be um, at the theater by then. Mm-hmm. And so we check and make sure that everyone has signed in. And if they haven't signed in, we make sure that they're here. And then we're just in the, we're in the office standing by. Um, and during this time, company management will come by and check in with us about anything that, that we need to know that has changed. Um, and they'll go do their check and we'll start prepping our report and our schedule for the next day and any emails that we need to get sent, we'll prep for the day. Um, and then we make time calls. So we call we call half hour, we call 15 till top of show, five minutes till top of show, um, and then places. Mm-hmm. Um, so then by the time you get to top of show, um, Backstage, are uh, what does your backstage during the show look like? Yeah, so um, backstage during the show, my because of the way it works on broad, it's very different Broadway and off Broadway because sure. uh, because off Broadway you can touch things, so you have <laughs> <laughs> like that's pro- that's no, like that's you can actually touch yeah. the walls. Totally, <laughs> that's like the big major difference. So you can be included in the track in terms of mm-hmm. handing things off and grabbing things and helping people. For the most part, um, on deck at least it's slave play for me right now, it's a support position. So it's a lot of, I make sure that all the actors are down downstairs and ready to go for their, their entrances and exits and that they have everything that they need. Um, any hand props that they take on with them, that they have them um, and just check in with them as they go and they come. Um, if you see the show, you'll know there's a, just a lot of intense things happen on stage. And so I do yeah. a lot of like checking in with them right. um, throughout over the course of the act. And to keep sure their mental okay. health healthy and totally 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 just like i'm here if you need anything but i'm also just like in the corner so i cannot be here if you don't need me to be you know (laughs) i just want to make sure you were on time totally totally (laughs) so for most of act one that's all i do is i make sure everyone enters and exits at the right time um and i'm on deck in case anything goes wrong anyone needs support um etc and then there's a big changeover into act two of our show um, during which lots of people change. Mm-hmm. Um, and my, uh, I stand, I just stand by. And once the, the first person who needs to be changed is changed, I give a clear over calm, um, which is basically just tell or a set, I'm sorry, um, which is just letting our PSM who's calling the show know that this actor is set and she can send him on stage whenever right. she's ready okay. for him. Mm-hmm. Um, so I call that set 
and then um, it's pretty quiet on stage for the first part of the act and things need to change backstage and so I stand by through the quiet moments until we have a designated moment when we're like we can make sound now (laughs) Um, and so I I call a clear that we're clear to change over the set backstage Um, and then we change over and I check I now have on the same preset checklist I have a checklist for act three of our play Mm -hmm. that I check again um, to make sure that now that we've changed everything everything that needs to be in place for act three is in place Mm -hmm. and um then I have office time, and so I write in the report. I anything that didn't get done before that needs to get done, now's the time to do it because it's during the show. But all of the actors are on stage for approximately forty minutes before anything happens again. Um, and then at the end of that act, I have a transition. Um, now I get to touch things. Um, <laughs> one of our actors uh, just rinses with Listerine before mm-hmm. the third act because he's very close to another actress, and so I pour his Listerine cup and stand by. And I flashlight um, the floor for some exits. So it's a bunch of like those kind of small things. Yeah. yeah. Which are still so necessary because we are, while we are doing our job, um, the actors, I think, have such a unique job where they have to fully submit themselves to this moment. And they cannot, it's, it's hard to flip your brain that quickly to go from having this intense moment on stage and the bright lights to coming into complete darkness and remembering what you have to do. So that is all of our collective jobs backstage to not be in the way to have their costumes at the easiest spot to light their path Mm -hmm. so that their eyes aren't disoriented. Yeah, prop the door open before they get to it. Right, have their water and tissues, even if they say they don't need it. Sometimes tears might be streaming down their face from the scene that they don't feel. And you're like, no, no, use this tissue. Right, trust me. You know, and it's it's one of those things where, especially stage management, is there to support in so many different ways. Absolutely. Even if it's just a flashlight and a water bottle. Yeah. It's such a big thing. Yeah, totally, totally. Um, and then it's it's kind of more of the same. I spend uh, Act 3 is about 20 minutes in our show, and um, it's only two of the performers. So I mm-hmm. check in with other performers and make sure that they're all set. Um, any notes from them of things that happen that they need to change or adjust. And at the end of the show, um, I call two more, an, another clear and another set mm-hmm. um, for um, we're clear to turn on... Um, the lights it's dark it's very dark and so we need a a clear for when it's safe to turn on the lights Mm -hmm. and a set for when everyone's ready for curtain call nice so it's really it's not too busy of a show no slave play is pretty it's pretty Mm self-sufficient the show um you still gotta be attentive oh oh, absolutely absolutely those are the shows i find that you have to be the most attentive it's harder absolutely it's harder because it's like when you got that downtime then all of a sudden you start thinking about stranger things season three (laughs) and how it's going to transition to season four and then you forgot to do something yeah you spend all of your time i mean i definitely don't think about what i'm going to eat when i get home constantly And then all of a sudden, you're like, ooh, yeah, I'm going to make that thing that's in my fr- – oh, they exited. Like, <laughs> I missed – you know, it's like – versus if you if you have a track where you're constantly – you have to run and go, go make sure that thing is there and then go back and check that thing. Like, if that's the kind of track that you don't have time to get distracted. Yeah. It's sometimes – yeah, it's sometimes nicer to find – to have a busy track where you can find moments where you can kind of breathe yeah rather than when you're breathing the whole time and then you miss like one thing and then you mm-hmm. feel crappy the yeah. whole day because you're like i don't do anything yeah and i missed it i missed yeah. my one i have one job i have one, <laughs> I have one <laughs> job and yeah. i did it wrong yeah. totally and you're just like ah but it's because you're watching forensic files in a dressing room oh, that okay. also it wasn't a real story <laughs> <laughs> oh well 
it has been so awesome meeting you and hearing Absolutely. about what you do. And we are so proud of you, even though we just met. Oh my gosh, thank I know, you. but it already feels like we're friends. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I mean, absolutely. we ranted about Peter and the Starcatchers, honestly. For that's so... all I need. I know. That's all I need. Um, I mean, it's brilliant. So at the end, we'd love to hear, do you have social media or other things that you want to plug? Obviously, go see Sleep Go see Sleep Play. Mm-hmm. For sure, see yeah. Um... Um, and it is, I know you said it already, but it's extended January to... 19th. Yes, yes, yes. You can catch us at the Golden Theater on the corner of 45th and 8th Avenue until January 19th. There you go. Um, come through, say hi, let mm-hmm. me know you're there. Yeah, go say hi. Shoot her, a, shoot her a DM and your Instagram? Yes, my Instagram handle is at Janae KCB, and my name is complicated, uh-huh. so I'll spell it. We will have it written in oh, the... Oh, amazing. Love that. Yeah. We will have it written in the description, and you'll see it in the title, so Great. if you mess it up, that's your fault. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. No, I mean, it's my yeah. mom's fault. If we're being I honest. know. Thanks, mom. <laughs> <laughs> you got that Always Instagram. Always your mom. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Anything else we should be watching out for? Um... No, not yet. I mean, All you right. know, we're, we're in that fun time where we're settled into our run. So, Good. Great. Yeah. Well, wonderful. I'm so glad you have worked through the holiday. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you so much. My pleasure. Thanks Thank for having you. me. Thank you. Bye. Thanks for tuning in this week. You guys, if you enjoyed the episode, go ahead and write and subscribe. And you can find us on Instagram at Working in the Wings. And if you have any questions or topics you'd like for us to cover, shoot us an email at workinginthewings at gmail.com. See you soon. It's a Dapper Devil production, see?